It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Happy Monday, everybody, because you get to listen to this beautiful voice, Cody Decker, former professional baseball player turned professional smartass, with my good best friend in the history of the world, Ryan Horvat. It is BetMGM MLB Pod, powered by BetQL. We are here to talk about everything baseball, everything lines, props, futures, you name it, we got it for you, and we are the utmost most important people in the history of baseball to listen to when it comes to this uh type of uh service is what i like to call it i think that, i think what we provide ryan horvat is a service how you doing man yeah i think so too man i saw you had a nice little weekend on your home run props what did you go three for four which is absolutely ridiculous that's like picking three out of four golf outrights right there with some of these prices yeah no big deal that's like that's straight up like picking exactly three spots out of four of locations that will be hit by lightning i am that good right now well here's the fact like i've mentioned before home run props very lofty but they're fun. At the end of the day, home run props are probably the most fun prop to play because one, they play out, they pay out huge. Two. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dude, home runs are everyone's favorite thing. They're my favorite thing. That's what I was known for. And if I can if I can actually Nostradamus a home run prop together and get paid out three or four to one on top of it, there is you don't know joy until you hit a Cody Bellinger prop when he's hitting 200. Uh, especially when you're sitting there watching the game live. Yeah, I had a good day, weekend with my home run props. Three of four, I had Cody Bellinger on Thursday. Friday, I went with Josh Donaldson. Saturday, yeah. Jordan Alvarez, the only one that didn't homer. Funny enough, the one that I thought most likely was going to homer of my four picks. And then on yeah. Sunday, Jock Peterson, man. Jock loves playing in front of the lights, dude, every single time. Yeah, I loved that pick. I actually hit a home run prop. The first one in a while, I went to my first game of the season yesterday. I went to uh, watch Verlander throw against the Nationals, and my son lasted a whole whopping six innings. But I played an Altuve home run prop and uh, stayed for six innings, came home for the basketball games. My son had had enough. Verlander only lasted five innings. Did strike out five, but he threw 107 pitches or something like that through five innings. Astros win 8 nothing. They look ridiculous. They win another series. But uh, I put an El Tuve home run prop. Didn't happen until I left the ballpark. I want to say in the uh, top of the ninth hit a solo shot. So I hit a home run prop yesterday and attended my first game of the season. Weather wasn't great, but uh, a good time over at Nationals Park seeing probably the eventual World Series champion. 
Houston Astros. Slow down. Slow down. Come on. Look good, they do look good, but come on. Can we really give them 10 games early in May and go like World Series champs? We, we know there's some teams in the AL that aren't quite right yet. And also there's some teams right now that are so right in the uh, AL that I do think that it, I, I do think we're lulling people into false sense of security. I'm looking at you, everyone in the Bronx. Uh, I, I do not trust this at all. Really? This, this juggernaut that's taking place in the Bronx. It's not that they're not capable. They've always been capable. The problem is what happens when one bad week comes and everybody turns on them? What happens when that one bad week turns into two weeks? What happens when John Carlo goes from a weekend where he hits 17 home runs against the White Sox and then comes back the next day and goes 0 for 5 with 5Ks and then he's going to miss two weeks because his oblique is bothering him? Like, I I know how this song goes. I've, I've heard Freebird before. We are about to listen to Freebird again. This is nothing new. Well, I don't get why it, 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 it's just a spoke on the wheel, man. The wheel turns, nothing changes. This is, I'm waiting for it to happen. And I know it's going to, because it always does. And it, it, it's just around the corner. The Yankees somehow are going to falter. They're going to be a playoff team. Yeah. But they will falter a little. And everyone in the Bronx is going to act as though they're the worst team in the world. And it's going to drive me insane. Yeah. I mean, it's going to come. Uh, Garrett Cole have probably a rough outing, and then everybody, you know, I mean, we've already seen that. In the start of the season, he had one bad start. People were freaking out, and since then, he's been lights out. What did they score, 32 runs? I wanted to ask you about that a little bit. Once again, a little nervous with the Chicago White Sox. Played them to win the AL Central. They were minus 200, uh, which is usually not chalk that I would play, but in that division, thought it was the easiest bet you could possibly make, but the Twins aren't going away. Should I be... All right, so should I be more impressed that the Yankees put up 32 runs this weekend against Chicago, or should I be just nervous about what we're seeing from the White Sox? Because Kopech went yesterday. I mean, the rotation, I, I'm just all around concerned about the White Sox, and I'm pretty impressed with the Yankees, man. I mean, offensively, they're ridiculous right now. I think it's both, but I will say I'm more impressed with the Yankees as of late than I am disappointed in the White Sox. I mean, the White Sox, yes, they've been a disappointment thus far, but it's very early in the season. They're hovering around 500. They're in a division that's not very good. I, I think the White Sox genuinely should be fine. Uh, the Yankees, obviously, are going to be fine as well. They're a team that is just, right now, just storming through teams like it's nothing. Um, yeah. And I do think that's going to come to an end at some point when one guy gets hurt. Um, and I, it could be anybody, by the way. I, I picked Giancarlo at random. DJ LeMayhew goes down. I feel like this team is going to crumble. Don't you dare. I don't want him to go down. I don't want any of these guys to go down. I want to stress that enough. I love DJ. I love DJ LeMayhew. I can't get enough of watching Aaron Judge. Giancarlo Stanton is my boy. I love this team. I, it's just, we know that they get hurt. And yeah, the White Sox, there are massive concerns. Um, their starting rotation is a big concern. Like, I did love what I saw at Dallas Keuchel the other day. So, like, there are... Yeah. There are some bright spots in this White Sox team um, within the ugliness that's been taking place lately. They, they've also been a team that's run into a couple of buzzsaws. And also keep in mind, they did just win seven in a row before walking into the Yankees. So this team is playing fine. Yeah, and they were starting to actually hit righties. you know. Um, and also, we see today, you know, as I check the reports, Lance Lynn getting a little bit closer to facing live hitters. I mean, they need Lance Lynn back, right? They do. Um, and it's looking I, like I, early June, maybe mid-June. I'll take that. I'll Me take too. that. Really quick, going back with the Yankees, um, 
I'm almost like rooting for them too because I love Anthony Rizzo so much. And then I have to remind myself, this is the Yankees. You do not like the Yankees. But do you think the pitching is sustainable? Because like we saw it again the other night, Cortez Jr. goes eight innings, seven strikeouts, gives up just one earned run against that Chicago lineup, throws 99 pitches. Is the pitching sustainable? Other than Garrett Cole, do you think maybe they have to make a deal? Because that's what I've been most impressed with, man, has been their starting rotation. Their starting actually. rotation has been great. And uh, yeah. and it's not just been Cole, obviously. Like you mentioned, Nestor Cortez Jr. has been amazing. Uh, Montgomery's been doing a pretty good job. I mean, they, they've gotten some guys that have been doing some good work. I think Tyone's a pretty good pitcher, too, by the way. Um, I think this team absolutely can do it. It's just a matter of health. Can this team maintain their health? I I, until I see it, I, I can't. I can't say yes, because uh, I've never seen this team remain healthy throughout an entire season. So we'll see. We'll see how this uh, season continues. Looking out throughout the rest of the league, we had some chaos this weekend. Uh, the Reds. Hey man, things are looking up. Things are looking up. You can currently get them uh, to win their division at uh, five hundred to one, which was a ticket I didn't know even existed. Hey, you want to know something even more impressive? I found a ticket for the Orioles to win their division at 1,000 to 1. Listen, they're not going to do it, but I might as well put a dollar down. 14-20, <laughs> baby. They haven't lost a series this year, the Orioles. Oh, and on top of that, man, uh, the Reds, though, as I digress back to the initial point, the Reds, a team that is just so bad. That they can throw a no-hitter and still lose. I've actually been to a baseball game where this happened. I went to a Dodgers-Angels game when I was in college, I believe. Where, um, what, 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 why am I forgetting his name? What was the pitcher who played at Long Beach State? He was an angel forever. Right-handed. Jared, Jared Weaver. Jared Weaver threw a no eight-inning no-hitter. No, I, yeah, a full eight-inning of no-hit baseball. Yeah. He ended up getting the loss one nothing because of a walk, manufactured sack fly run in the third. I remember that. Yep, and he didn't even get the he didn't even get a chance to face the Dodgers in the ninth. He no hit him and lost. Yeah, brutal, yeah. brutal. Dude, how does this happen? And I mean, you got to feel for I mean for for Green. I mean, 118 pitches he lasts. He's so damn young. Goes seven and one third. You know, yesterday. 9Ks, gives up an earned run. Like, he's the one bright spot because I tried to watch some Reds this weekend because the joke is they're my favorite team in baseball because you just fade them every single day and you come out on the winning end. The problem is they started winning some games, but only, I mean, they took a couple. They won a series against the Brewers last week. They took a couple from the Pirates. But, man, look at this lineup. I mean, this, with all due respect, like, I like Tommy Pham. I, I, I like Mike Moustakis. But, like, I don't know who half of these guys are. And... Joey Votto hasn't been healthy in the lineup, and even when he's been out there, he's been terrible. This is an awful team. I saw their adjusted win total, I want to say, was like 59. At what point, like how many games realistically do you think they win this year? I would go, I think at most they win 57 games, this Reds team. They threw a no-hitter and lost. Um, I'm going to take the under on 50. Really? On 50? On 50. I, re I legitimately am going to take the under on this. I don't think this team's going to get to 50 games. Mathematically, I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it. This team, I, this team, how many series does this team need to win to get to 50 games? I understand that it's only been about 35 games and there is 130 to go. But based on what I've seen, I can't see this team winning one of every three games. I just I can't. 
I will say this, though, in that division, right? They're going to see the Pirates so many times, right? And then they're going to see the Cubs. And as bad as the Cubs are right now, I don't think they're getting any better this year. I think that the Chicago Cubs are only going to get worse. I think they'll probably look to move on from Contreras. He's going to be 30 years old, and he's a catcher. I think Hendricks might get moved. We'll see. So I, no, think, you're, you know, I think you're right, by the way. I think I do think you're right. I do not think the Cubs are going to get better. I think they are going to get worse. They are going to move those pieces because these all those two pieces you mentioned are good trade pieces, are real good trade pieces. Hendricks could help out a team right now. Like there, there's a lot of teams that could use Hendricks. Contreras absolutely could be used um, right yes. now. In fact, there are there are teams right like McCann just went down for the uh, Mets. The Mets yep. could absolutely use Contreras as we speak. Dude, the Mets, and then, you know, I was talking about this in Milwaukee, and I know that the, I don't know if the Cubs and the Brewers are going to do a, do a swap when they're in the same division. But then again, man, like the Cubs, you're not winning anything for probably the next decade. So what does it matter? They made a deal with, with the White Sox last year in the Craig Kimbrell trade. You know who could use another bat in their lineup is the Milwaukee Brewers. I mean, they hate Contreras there every time they beat them. They almost got in a fight. They did get in a fight already this season. Yeah. The uh, dugouts cleared, but man, they could use them. There's plenty of teams that could use another bat and another catcher. Unquestionably, with you want season experience too. By the way, you want another team that just won't seem to stop that we kind of faded to start the year. The St. Louis Cardinals taking it to the San, but taking it to the San Francisco Giants. We didn't see that. I mean, and they and they took it to the Giants. The Giants are are not a slouch team in the best division of Major League Baseball, and the Cardinals. The Cardinals made them made quick and easy work of them. Hell, they had a ten run lead at one point yesterday. It was uh, the Cardinals. They're no joke, man. That they're they're going. They're looking to go to a play, get a playoff spot and do some damage. And I, I don't know. I, I I know it's early to say this, and I know everybody loves the Brewers, but I'm starting to think the Cardinals might be the best team in the NL Central. Completely agree. That's why I said that the Brewers should look at maybe acquiring another bat because they don't need the pitching, man, especially with Eric Lauer. Like, Eric Lauer looks like a Cy Young candidate right now. Not worried about their bullpen with Hayter closing out games. I think Devin Williams will be just fine. But I would be really, really nervous about the St. Louis Cardinals because they have the pitching. They're going to get Jack Flaherty back. Look at what this lineup is doing right now. Look at Sunday Night Baseball. They scored 15 runs. They beat the Giants last night 15-6. to Not a good night to play the under. I did play Rodon's strikeout prop. He only lasted three and two-thirds, and he still hit the over on his Ks, man. He had eight Ks. Three, um, or no, he gave up eight earned runs. I'm sorry, he did not. He went under on that. I'm looking at my bet slip right now. I thought he had eight strikeouts last night. I tuned out. He had three strikeouts. I did not hit that. That sucks. Uh, gave up eight earned runs. Lasted three and two-thirds through 70 pitches, but got absolutely shelled. Yeah, the Cardinals, I'm with you. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. And you're getting, what, two-to-one odds still on them to win the Central? Don't hate that bet at all. Not at all. I really, I really, really don't. And on top of that, yeah, I mean, yeah, they hit Rodon. And by the way, you want all those strikeout props that didn't hit this weekend. Walker Bueller got hit around, didn't look like himself. I was there live for that ball game. I was disappointed, though, because it was a Clayton Kershaw start, and I was so excited so excited to see Clayton Kershaw live because I was sitting right behind home ba- home plate with a with all the scouts. In fact, I was sitting with some scouts, and you know, I'm going to say something that's going to blow your mind. You know, of the eight scouts I was sitting with that we were all chatting about, and these were high end scouts, not not like young amateur scouts. These are major league pro scouts that've been around for a very long time. Every single one of them agreed that the best breaking ball they have seen thus far was from a pitcher in that game, and it's not the pitcher you think. 
the best breaking ball he thought in baseball, all eight of them, they thought the left-handed, especially left-on-left, Brad Hand's breaking ball, especially when he was throwing it for a strike, they said that right there, how he's throwing that with his ver- that much horizontal break today, right now Brad Hand's breaking ball is the best breaking ball in Major League Baseball over there in Philly. Really? He, they loved it. They don't like his command as much, but his breaking ball, dude, and being right behind home plate watching it. Like, I haven't seen him throw. I haven't faced Brad Hand in a while. I haven't, like, actually had a chance to see his uh, movement. Brad Hand, one, is funky. And then when you see the break on on his actual slider... It's it's devastating. I can see it being a little easier for a righty. You can t- possibly break into a righty, but for a lefty, I watched Max Muncy miss a pitch by about ten feet. It was just like, man, that is an unhittable pitch, dude. And it's, I mean, and that's why I love like social media, like Pitch Ninja. Like I like watching all these different. I mean, yesterday even just watching Verlander in person, we had pretty good seats. It's just, I mean, it's it's worth the it's worth the price right there of admission. I'm rattled right now. I can't believe I lost that strikeout prop, and I'm just finding out here as we record at 11.30 a.m., man. Um, how nervous are you with the Kershaw injury? Because it's nothing with his arm. Like you said, you were going to the game the other night. You were going to get to see him in person, and uh, he gets scratched. Now he goes on the 15-day IL. Any concerns right there, just especially the way that he's performing, and he's 34 years old? Concerns about the age and basically, like like you said, the way he's been performing. If we lose out on this performance right now, if he comes back and he's 70% of this, that sucks because we were starting to get MVP Clayton yeah. Kershaw back. Um, but, no, I'm not going to be concerned until I actually see what Clayton Kershaw we get back. Again, you, like you said, it was not an arm injury. Uh, the scratch was kind of late. They did it the morning of. Yeah, you know the lines were set actually, and he was he was ready to pitch. Um, so he even said it's nothing to be concerned about. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt until I see otherwise. Yeah, same here. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna take a quick little break. When we come back. We got to start taking you down all of these bets. We're gonna start, of course, with the American League right here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. It was a uh, beautiful weekend of baseball. Cody thought he was going to get to see Clayton Kershaw. Instead, Kershaw gets scratched. We won't see him for at least 15 days. I think the Dodgers will be just fine. All right, let's start with the American League. We'll preview today's games. And uh, we'll start with your Rays, minus 200 favorites today. Corey Kluber on the bump, 1-2 this season, 4-5-5 ERA. Going against the Tigers, the Tigers plus 165 on the money line. A disappointing start to the season for Detroit. Actually played them a couple times this weekend, picked up a couple Ws for me, but it was a sweat in both. Um... I'm not betting against the Rays the rest of the season. I joked during the break that I would take a shot with Detroit today, plus money. No thank you. I do not want to fade the Rays. I am under on the win total. I need them not to win 98 games. Uh, Kluber been up and down to start the season, but the Rays just continue to find ways to win baseball games, man. I play a Rays under. They score eight runs. 
playing over. They beat a team 2-1. to one. I can't figure this team out, so I want nothing to do with this game. Any thoughts from you? Very simple. Run line. Braves. At home against the Detroit Tigers. Biggest disappointment in Major League Baseball, and I'm including the Boston Red Sox in that. The Tigers have been terrible. Now, can they turn it around? Yes. They're not going to be a playoff team, though. If they're lucky, they're going to finish the season around 500. You can currently get them on the BetMGM app, you know, plus 105 on the run line for the Tampa Bay Rays at home. They're going to win this game by five runs. Uh, that's what the Rays do. They're an unbelievable team. Uh, please forgive me if I pronounce the name wrong. Is it Fado? Pitching night for the Tigers? Fado? Yeah, yeah. Fido? Whatever. He's gonna he's given up ten. He's got a three six ERA, but it doesn't matter. He's facing the Rays. If the Rays don't hit put up a six spot, they're gonna bleed four runs out of him, then bleed another four runs out of the bullpen, like the Rays always do. Um, I'm inclined to look at the over, which is set at eight, but I'm gonna stay away from that. I'm just gonna stick around with that run line. I really like that plus money run line. Same here. All right, total in the next game, also eight. So the Yankees, one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in baseball, coming off a big series win. Scored a bunch of runs against the White Sox this weekend. Do you believe in maybe a letdown spot as now they travel, they go back on the road, they're in Baltimore, the Orioles, 14-20 and 20 this season. But they've been competitive, to say the least, man. Uh, the Yankees, 24-9. They're going against Bradish tonight, 1-1 one one on the season with a 4-2-4 ERA. The Orioles, plus 170 on the money line. Are we going with the Yankees' run line? Honestly, Baltimore first series of the season knocked off the Yanks. Stop. I could see Baltimore. I could see Baltimore winning this game with my man Bradish on the bump. Tonight. It's definitely what I want to happen. It ain't happening. It Yankees. ain't happening though. And I'm, trust me, don't think it for a second. I've tried to convince myself looking at these lines this morning, going like, the Orioles did win a series against them earlier this year. Could it happen again? No, it can't happen again. There's there's no way. Not the way the Yankees are playing right now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to take a pass on that. I'm gonna take a look over at the Yankees. Probably on the run line is the only place you're gonna get any value whatsoever. Um, you can get them at minus uh, 120 on the run line. Um, even that though, like you said, the Orioles have been competitive, but listen, Severino on the mound, 480 RA. Bradish has got a 4-2. I'm just expecting runs to be scored. How about that? I'm, I'm going to take the Yankees on not only the run line. I'm going to take the over eight in this ball game. I think a lot of runs will be scored. You can get the over eight at plus 100. Jump all over it. Yeah, yeah, man. I I can't do it. I can't do it with Baltimore. Uh, one dog that I feel like anytime we get plus money with, maybe we should just back is the Houston Astros. I don't know about this spot tonight. The, on the road, uh, they've been the hottest team. They literally have been the hottest team in baseball. Did drop one to the Nationals this weekend, but... Oda Rizzi on the mound tonight, 3-3-8 ERA. He's 3-2 on the season. The Houston Astros, plus 110 on the money line. Uh, they're going against the Boston Red Sox. Minus 135 favorites tonight. The total is 9. It's slightly juiced to the over, minus 120. You're getting plus money uh, if you want to back Boston on the run line tonight, plus 140. I think there's been a pitching change. we got Whitlock going now for the Red Sox tonight, 1-1 one one with a 2-19 ERA. What do you think about this? Are we going plus money with the Astros, or do you think maybe this is a letdown spot for them on the road? Um, I want to check the pulse of whoever made these lines because um, I don't know what the hell they were thinking. The Astros, the hottest team on earth, playing against the Red Sox, arguably the biggest letdown of the season, and you are going to give me Astros plus money on the money line? Have to take it, right? 
you're insane not to take. Just out of principle alone, yeah. I'm taking. Even if I thought the Red Sox were going to win by 20 runs, you cannot give me Astros plus money on the money line against the Red Sox right now. This is, honest to God, insane to me. Jump all over the plus money money line for the Astros because, hell, as of we're recording, if this is still this line by the time this podcast is released, jump on it immediately because I have to assume someone put it down like this as a mistake. Yeah, I'm with you. Anytime we get plus money with Houston, there's just certain teams. The Dodgers, you know, even after a rough little stretch against my Phillies, I feel like anytime you get a reasonable price, meaning anything other than anything under, I should say, minus 140 uh, or plus money, you just, there's just certain teams you have to back. All right, let's move on. We got the Angels, my Angels tonight, minus 135 favorites, taking on the Rangers, plus 110 on the money line. John Gray getting the start tonight, 0-1 this season, 5-5-1 ERA. Going against Thor, Noah Syndergaard has been solid to start the season, 3-1 on the year, 2-4-6 ERA. Uh, I don't bet against the Angels. I need the Angels to stay hot, especially now with Houston playing their best baseball, breathing down their necks. I need the Angels to win the division. I think they get right tonight. Otani, man, I love that guy. He, I, I love Otani. I, uh, I don't buy jerseys, but if I were to, I'd buy an Otani jersey. Won me the MVP bet last year. Great price, 22 to 1, 18 to 1, played it again. I think he homers tonight. Give me the uh, give me the Angels on the money line. I like it. I'm gonna take the Angels on the run line. I think we're gonna get a high scoring ball game tonight. I'm gonna stay away from the over-under at eight because John Gray on the mound. I'm just gonna kind of stick away. I think eight is right around where the number will be. I think that line was set quite well. But you're going to give me plus 125 on the run line with the Angels right now. This Angels team, the way they've been playing baseball for the last month against the Texas Rangers, which is, you know, a two-man show. Hey, if it's the Angels versus Seager and Simeon, I'm taking the Angels. Let's go, Angels. All right, man. Here's another team that I don't want to bet against because I need every victory I could get, especially since they're a disappointing 16-16 and and right at 500 on the season. They hit the road to take on the Kansas City Royals, 11 and 20 this season. That team, the Chicago White Sox, I've been like, like rubbing my eyes for the last three minutes, looking at this pitching matchup. So we knew Keller was going to go for the Royals. Uh, he's one and three this season with a 2.70 ERA. Can't really fade him as much as I have the past two seasons. Johnny Cueto is getting the start for the White Sox. Am I seeing this right? Is somebody playing a joke on me? So in the rundown, producer Mario, hating ass Mario, does a fantastic job, by the way. There was a TBD. No pitcher was announced. Tonight, 8, 10 p.m. first pitch in Kansas City. Am I seeing this right? Is this Johnny Cueto night? Give me the Royals. Give me the Royals on the money line. Keller's been solid to start the season. Cueto? No, no, Cueto. We're, it's Cueto day. Ladies and gentlemen, the White Sox are not only going to win this day game. Cueto day is a holiday. On the south side of Chicago that I decided just now, it is Cueto Day. White Sox by five. I haven't even, I can't, I don't even have it on the app right now, this current game. I think because of the Cueto thing. So as we currently stand, I don't have any numbers on this particular game. I don't care. It's Cueto Day. Whatever the money line is, take it. Whatever the run line is, take it. Whatever the over is, actually, swear to God, yeah, whatever the over is, absolutely take it. (laughs) All right. Cueto last season. 7-7 Seven and seven with a 408 ERA. I, uh, I, I, man, okay. It looks like this is a thing. It looks like this is a thing. According to CBS Sports two weeks ago, White Sox Johnny Cueto looks sharp. It's Johnny Cueto day. I don't know that I want to fade him. 
You know what? I don't like to change picks. You're right. I'm going back to Fade and Keller. Guido Day! <laughs> okay. I am in. Okay. This is the best show ever. It is Johnny Cueto Day. I was, like, not really that excited for tonight's slate. Now you are. Dude. Get me a jersey. Blast right. from the past, baby. Let's go. This is a. This is like. This is like pitching. Uh, what what was his name? What was the that star pitcher who used to yell at himself in in uh, San Diego all the time? Oh. What was his name? He used to scream at himself on the mound. He was their ace for like a decade. He was really really good. God, I don't remember now. I thought you were going with Carlos Zambrano used to do the same Zambrano's thing. Zambrano's a good one, too. Like, Zambrano, same exact era. Why am I forgetting this guy's name? He was the uh, he was the Padres starter for, like, 10 years. Just a dude. Um, would always scream at himself. White dude would put his face in his glove and just yell at himself. He was awesome. Well, I don't remember. I can't remember his name right now for the life of me, but anyways, Johnny Cueto starting tonight is like that guy starting tonight, and you have to root for him. This is mid-2000s, ladies and gentlemen. You bust out your early, you bust out your Britney Spears album, you listen to the song Lucky, you know the song, She's So Lucky, She's a Star, but she cries, cries, cries in her lonely heart. Yeah, you bust out that album, you get out some mock bell-bottom jeans, some low-cut low shirts, and ladies and gentlemen, you enjoy yourself some Johnny Cueto pitching because today is 2005. Dude, before we wrap up this game because we're talking about the White Sox, I'm going to throw out a crazy... So you, know, you know who the White Sox should give a call to? Uh, Jose Quintana. Oh, what a name. What a name he's, out there. He's, he's been awesome for the Pirates. Yes. I thought it was the revenge spot. Oh, we were right, by the way. Uh, actually, I think I think uh, the Cubs actually got to Davies the other night. All right, Thank let's God. wrap in the AL. Twins minus one forty favorites taking on the A's. Chris Archer on the bump tonight. Zero and one four four three ERA. Uh, I'd back the Twins. That's it in this spot. Minus one forty. Did play the A's a couple times this past past weekend. You see some regression coming from Minnesota. Yeah, but they're, they're you're not going to see a lot of it coming against the A's. They're, they're playing yeah. against the A's. Jump on the run line plus one thirty five. I don't care if they don't have Carlos Correa. They're playing the A's. All right, let's take a look at the National League. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll wrap things up. BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB Podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome back into the BetMGM MLB Podcast powered by BetQL. He's Cody Decker. I'm Ryan Horvat. It's Johnny Cueto Day. We just found that out about 10 minutes ago. We're both excited making the start tonight for the Chicago White Sox. What a beautiful night. Uh, all right, let's talk some National League. We wrapped up our American League conversation. Let's begin with the Washington Nationals. Actually went to the game yesterday. They got shut out 8 nothing by the Astros. It was Verlander Day taking on the Miami Marlins. The Marlins minus 200 favorites. The reason being, it's Alcantara Day. He's 2-2 two two this season, 2-7-4 ERA. I love the rotation for the Marlins. He's going against Sanchez today, 2-2 two two this season with a 7-5-8 ERA. I was going to say I'm going to pump the brakes on back in the fish. Never mind. Run line against the Nationals. The Nationals are that bad. I know they stole one from Houston this weekend. Scheduled loss for the Astros. But uh, the Nationals are that bad, man. Other than Juan Soto, who continues to get pitched around. He's killing my fantasy team because there's no reason to pitch to him. There's nobody else in that lineup that concerns anybody. Yeah, uh, I, 
I'm, I'm agreeing with you entirely on this. Uh, the, the Nationals are terrible, and yes, the, the Marlins, the only value you can get is on the run line, plus 110, jump all over it. And again, as of right now, I have only said like one money line so far. And let's go over yesterday's ball games just so we can have full context. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11 of the 15 ball games yesterday were all on the run line. I want to say this again. The run line pays out a lot. Only four one-run games yesterday in Major League Baseball. So yeah, I got another run line game for you, especially if you can get that type of value on it without Contra on the mound. I like it. And also, dude, I still like the fish a little bit. I'm getting more and more irritated knowing that they could have gotten Nick Castellanos and they didn't. If they have Nick Castellanos, this team might be legitimately competing for a spot right now. Uh, I completely agree. I completely agree. I like this team a lot. All right. Uh, is there any reason to start freaking out if you're a Mets fan? I know that you're still in first place, no. but let's look at what happens after you lose on Sunday. Five and five, your last 10 games. McGill, he's on the IL now. He's got biceps tendonitis, so he joins James McCann on the IL, Jacob DeGrom. They got a bunch of relievers already on the IL. Any concerns? The Mets back in action today. Uh, let's check what the money line price is now, if there's been any change. They are minus 120 favorites, taking on the St. Louis Cardinals. I like the under in this game. It's Miles Michaelis going against Trevor Williams. Give me uh, the under in this game. And you know what? Man, I don't know if I want to pick a side. Cardinals, Mets. What are you doing? I'm going under, I know, with Williams against Michaelis. Even though Williams has struggled a little bit, 0 2 5 7 3 ERA. I lean the Mets to get right today, but the injuries are starting to concern me a little bit. Yeah, they'll concern you, but keep in mind, look throughout that rest of that division. The Braves just lost Acuna Jr. again the other day. I mean, injuries yeah. are getting everybody, especially even in that division. The Phillies are playing a good weekend against the Dodgers, but they're still under 500. And I cannot stress this enough. Seeing that team live in person is the single worst defense I've ever seen on a professional baseball team. Not a major league team, a professional baseball team. Um, I think the Mets are going to be perfectly fine. And as far as tonight's game goes, the Cardinals are just playing some really good baseball. Um, not much you can say about that. I like the Mets on the money line tonight, minus 115. Um, I'm surprised they're getting it that close to even. And I also like the over. Like I, I like the under, like you said, plus, one, plus 100. I mean, Michaelis has been really good this year. Like, really, really good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that under, but I, I like the Mets on the on the money line tonight. Our guy Mario, producer Mario, hate and ask Mario, accidentally threw this one in the NL section, but we can't, and, and I have to bring it up. I don't want to throw him under the bus, but we got to talk about this game because this might be the biggest series this week, man. Mariners plus 135 tonight, taking on the Blue Jays, minus 160 favorites. Flexen struggled. He's 1-5 with a 4-2-4 ERA. Kikuchi 1-1 one one with an ERA over 4. Uh, the total's 8.5. I'm going over. I'm a little worried about my Blue Jays division winner ticket, man, especially in that division. Did we maybe, like, overhype them a little bit? Last year, they finished fourth in the division. This year, every, they had the second-best World Series odds, and I love them. I don't even know that they're going to the postseason, let alone winning that division. We, I am taking them tonight, though. We, as an industry, 100% overhyped this team. Okay. I, which I kind of had a feeling we did. Uh, I didn't think it but I think they're going to be fine. I think they still can be a playoff team. Uh, I'm more concerned about the team they're playing, the Mariners. Mariners. They did yeah. win last night against the Mets in a good win, um, but it was also reported yesterday that they're not going to Toronto with a full squad due to COVID protocols because yeah. the team has several unvaxxed players. For a team like this, 
that has not been in the playoffs for over 20 years, for a team like this that can has a chance to get to the playoffs, and a team like this that's going to go to Toronto without their full squad, the fact that the organization allowed this to happen is embarrassing. Yes. And um, I'm going to fade them because of it. Um, I, th- this this team doesn't deserve to win now. I, I mean, this is I'm I'm legitimately mad about this team going to Canada with less than the full squad. I'm actually kind of pissed off about it because this was a team I really do believe in, and they're not playing their best baseball, and now they're handicapping themselves in a game in Toronto, fading the living hell out of the Mariners this week. Um, in Toronto, I'm going to be jumping and sticking with Toronto to sweep this series all throughout. I'm going to look wherever I can get the most value. There's no value on the money line. There is value on the run line. I don't even know if I entirely believe that they're going to win by multiple runs. I don't care. I'm fading this team. I don't believe in them this week in any way, shape, or form. Blue Jays, Blue Jays, Blue Jays, and who knows? Maybe this is the week that gets the Blue Jays legitimately right. I hope so. And I mean, that's a good point, though, too, because like, look at the Yankees with the vaccination stuff like you knew the rules and the regulations traveling to Toronto and to Canada and how tight that division is going to be this year. Like you had to take care of, you know what, because it's those teams. I mean, and I can't stress I can't stress it up. None none of this has anything to do with politics. This is all full on practicality measures about a baseball team that needs to win. Right. Right. Exactly. All right, big series, Braves, plus 115. They just can't get healthy. They can't get right this season. They're taking on the Brewers, minus 140. In Milwaukee, the total seven and a half. Usually this would be an auto under with Anderson going against Peralta, but I'm staying away from the total, and I may be staying away from the Brewers. The concern in that rotation for me, it's not Corbin Burns. It's not Brandon Woodruff. They're living up to the hype. They look just like they did last year. Burns might even be, might be better, which is just ridiculous. Bullpen's fine. Uh, I'm a little worried about Freddie Peralta, man. Two and one this season, four four zero ERA. It's like he has a good start, nine strikeouts. Then he's walking the bases loaded, and he's having some control issues. Anderson three and one with a four twenty ERA. I might take a shot with the Braves plus money, uh, plus one fifteen right now. The Acuna injury sucks, obviously, but I think the Braves are going to rattle off some victories here in the next couple weeks, and I uh, like that price. We're getting the World Series champs plus money. Give it to me against Peralta. He's been up and down. I don't trust him right now. And it's because, him. you know what? It's because Peralta's been up and down that this is yeah. going to kind of be a stay away game for me. Um, it's just yeah. the truth. I don't know what we're getting in this game. The Braves have been a little inconsistent. Peralta's been inconsistent. And Freddie Peralta, for the last couple of years, I know with Woodruff and Burns being in that staff, I feel like Freddie Peralta's gotten a little unnoticed and being a real good Cy Young finalist himself these last couple of years. But... Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta wait and see on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off this game. I don't know what either offense is gonna give us. Both of these teams are just very odd to me. They're both yeah. upper echelon teams, but I don't believe in either of them. And which is really weird to say for a team that one of them just won the World Series last year. So yeah, this this is gonna be a stay away game for me. Pirates Cubs. It's on the rundown, so I guess we gotta talk about it. We got the Cubs. Oh my God. Uh, the Cubs minus 150 favorites going against the Pirates plus 134. Look, man, I know how bad the Pirates are. They got Wilson throwing the night. He's 0 and 2, 5.82 ERA. There is no way I am laying anything that isn't plus money. Minus 158 actually with Wade Miley 
in his nine ERA or that Chicago Cubs offense. And there's no way that I'm playing the Pirates. The total's eight and a half. There's no way that I'm watching this game. I hate this that I have to say this, but like as a diehard Cubs fan, the season's over. It's May 16th. And I, okay, you could tell me like, what is a, give me one reason to watch this team. Like, give me a reason why on Saturday or Sunday, my weekend, I have the day off that I should say, you know what? I'm going to tune into the marquee network. I want to watch some Chicago Cubs baseball. Give me one one bright spot for this team. Because it's going to be one of the last times you'll ever see Kyle Hendricks in a uniform for the Chicago Cubs. So you might Damn as it. well watch it. And Wilson Contreras, probably. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's it. Um, uh, th- th- this team could could compete in this division. They're, they're not great. I mean, we look at that lineup. We know they're not great. But th- their, their lineup is no worse than you know anyone else in their division, with the exception, obviously, of of the the Cardinals who's got a juggernaut offense but their lineup isn't really any worse than the lineup up in Milwaukee it's definitely honestly it's better than the one they got in Cincinnati it's better than the one they got in Pittsburgh but it's not good and in that division they could compete and when I say compete I mean be around 500 or just above 500 um I as right now they're not even playing that so am I watching this game no, I'm not going to watch the game. There's other good baseball on to watch, and that upsets me. As you being a diehard Cubs fan and me being a, someone who just appreciates the Cubs, I want the Cubs to win badly. Um, I think baseball's better when the Cubs are winning. Um, yeah. Cubs aren't winning. No. And I would rather... if there was a way for me to fade both of these teams in this game, I would. Well... You know my bet with producer Mario. I, I stick by that. I think the Pirates will have a better record than the Cubs. I do not think that. and I, I really do not think. You know what? I, I hope st- that's not the case. I think that's just a bitter Cubs fan coming out of you oh. right now. I would rather bring out some old VHS tapes and watch Jody Davis hit a couple doubles from 1989 than watch this crap. To be fair, up. I'd rather watch an old tape of Jody Davis than just about anything, though. <laughs> You're right. You know I played for Jody Davis, right? Shut up, really? Yeah, Jody Davis, my hitting coach for two years and my manager for like three weeks. Jody Davis is okay, one of my so, favorite guys in the history of baseball. So my favorite player growing up, this is young Ryan, okay? And I even had a song for him. I, I couldn't say Davis, so it went, Jody, Jody Davis. And I would just walk around my house singing it nonstop. You could ask my parents. Well, man. you remember the song that used to be sung when he ran the bases? Jody, Jody Davis, hitter of the big grand slam. Yep. Love me some Jody Davis. Great red hair. Unbelievable. Just, it's almost like his southern accent is so thick that you think it's fake. Like, he he almost sounds like Sam Elliott. (laughs) Amazing that I didn't know this. I gotta tell, I I can't wait to tell my mom. Oh, I can't stress enough. Watching Jody Davis yell at umpires is the greatest thing in the world. Because he didn't yell at them, he would just embarrass them. He's like, first pitch down. Ball laid down. Ball thrown yeah. up, up, like, next pitch thrown up on, like, the grandstand. Like, way yeah. overthrown. It just goes, that ball ain't down either. That's amazing. Oh, he's the best. All right, we'll wrap things up. We got the uh, two two more to go. We got the Giants minus 150 favorites taking on the Rockies plus 125 dogs. Alex Wood on the bump, 3-2 and two this season with a 3-6-0 ERA. I, uh, I'm not going to lie here, man. The Rockies are at home, but I'm going to be playing the Giants, especially after what we saw from them last week. I think the Giants are going to get right. I think they're going to score a bunch of runs in course. So give me uh, San Francisco, actually, all week long. That total, though, is at 11. 
not playing any, uh, not doing anything with that. A little right. inflated. I hope you enjoyed it, Rockies fans. I hope you enjoyed your little time in the sun there. You guys were in third place for a little bit. Now you're in the cellar. You are at 17 and 17, 500, nothing to scoff at. But uh, where everyone was getting all jazzed about you in week two, I told you all to pump the brakes because they are not competing in this division. Yes, the Giants, not only the Giants, take the Giants on the run line, plus 100 also. They're playing in Coors. Not only they're, listen, there's going to be runs scored. I know the line is set high at 12. Take the over. I think it's going to be, really? a, I think it's going to be a nine to five baseball game tonight. All right. I'm in. I'm in. I changed my mind. I will go on the over. All right, Diamondbacks, Dodgers. Dodgers going to get right this week. Minus 250, unbettable in my opinion. Actually, you know what, man? If I was going to bet this game, I don't bet against the I don't bet against the Dodgers very often. But Bumgarner going against them, two and one this season, one seven eight ERA. If you look at the career numbers, Bumgarner's had some success against the Dodgers. Lots. Any reason? Any reason though to take Arizona? I mean, that was obviously. Years ago, but um, any any reason to do anything with Arizona or just stay away? I'd stay away. I think they're a good. I think they're a good team, but the Dodgers are obviously better. But Mad Bum on the mound. Mad Bum's always owned the Dodgers. I don't yeah. expect the Diamondbacks to win this game, but I do expect uh, Mad Bum to get his K prop. One thing you got to really notice about Mad Bum this year: all his numbers are very, very. All his lines are low, and they're basing it off his last couple of years. I think you can get a four and a half K prop and probably plus money on him today. I got a three and a half K prop on him last week at plus money. Definitely take a look at him because he's been King at a consistent rate, five to seven guys a game. Uh, jump all over that he's gonna k like eight dodgers tonight um so that right there is something worth looking at diamondbacks beat the dodgers two out of three earlier bumgarner's career numbers 277 era against the dodgers but also like that's old school bumgarner so he's been looking like old school bumgarner this year though he's been looking really really good hell up until a week ago he'd only given up one earned run all season any chance he gets moved, maybe? Like, I want to see Bumgarner back in the postseason. Arguably the greatest postseason pitcher all time. I know this is going to sound insane to you. I don't think the Diamondbacks have any intention on selling anything. I think the Diamondbacks have very every intention of only adding. And I don't think they intend to be a playoff team this year. I think they just intend on constantly adding until they can have one. Because really? they have, they have right. money. They can spend some money. I mean, they spent some money on, on, on Bumgarner, but... I like that, and that's the way that it should be. Like, okay, one, one last rant before we get out of here. Like, as a Cubs fan, though, or, like, imagine, you know, being a Reds fan, and they went all in a couple years ago, and then the pandemic happens and whatnot. But wouldn't you, don't you just want your team to at least try to compete? I mean, look at the Diamondbacks. They're 18 and 16, but not selling. If anything, buying at the deadline just to be competitive. Think about it last was, year. This, was a, team, to this was a team that was in last place in their division last year, and they had Kettle right. Marte. Yeah. They could have moved Kendall Marte and gotten quite a haul for him. They extended him to an $80 million contract. Like, the Diamondbacks want to win. They legitimately want to win. In fact, when the pandemic hit in 2020, they had a real down time during the pandemic. But their team yeah. was good, so much so that I interviewed Dave Roberts, and he even said the team he was most worried about in his division was the Diamondbacks. Uh, they had Sterling Marte on the team as well. They had... They had some extra guys on that team. They were good. Escobar was on the team. Um, Marte, Peralta. They had Merrill Kelly. The same pitching staff they have right now, they had in 2020. That they just It just seems like they weren't seasoned yet. Bumgarner didn't look very good that year. Um, Merrill Kelly wasn't what he's doing now. Um, 
Zach Gallon, same thing. He wasn't doing what he's doing now. Like, all these guys are studs right now. They were expecting these performances in 2020. Now they're getting him right now. This is a team that can win. Uh, Christian Walker hasn't been playing like Christian Walker, but he still has eight bombs, even though he's hitting under 200. Like, Peralta is not playing like Peralta, but he's getting some jobs done. Kendall Marte is an all-star. He's hitting like 170 right now. And the team is three games above 500. Seriously, don't fade or sit on the Diamondbacks. This team can beat you up. I agree. All right, that'll do it for this edition. I think my favorite play of the day, I'll go under in Mets St. Louis. I'll go under eight. You didn't have any home run props for us today, did you? Not today. I'm going to save them for Friday. I'm gonna My, my home run props are a weekend affair. Okay. Mondays are for K props. My favorite prop today, my favorite bet today, Madison Bumgarner K prop over against the Dodgers. Death, taxes, and mad bum strikes out the Dodgers. I will right, we'll be back on Friday, BetMGM MLB Podcast. Cody Decker, myself, Ryan Horvat. Check it out wherever you find your podcast, five-star review, all that fun stuff. Any uh, last parting words for the people? Follow us on Twitter, like, share, and subscribe to BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. Follow me on Twitter, at Decker6, Instagram, Antihero Baseball, and follow, follow, absolutely follow Ryan Horvat on all the same social medias as well. All right. Beat it. Beat it!